You're listening to What's New with Wired. Hello, my name is Zeke Robison, and this is Wired. Last week, the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory held a very 2021 press conference in which scientists reported a very 2021 outbreak of smoke thunderclouds. Catastrophic wildfires exacerbated by catastrophic climate change had produced a rash of pyrocumulonimbus plumes over the western United States and Canada, known in the scientific vernacular as pyrocb. Unlike a typical thunderstorm, though, the resulting water droplets don't tend to get large enough to fall as rain. But with the lightning, they can spark new wildfires as they go. So not only can the blaze propagate itself by flinging embers ahead of the main fire line, California's wildfires are so deadly in part because of strong seasonal winds that push them at incredible speeds, it can also produce so much hot rising smoke that it in essence recruits the atmosphere to light more fires for it. It's a runaway self-proliferating machine. Next, the web has long been a playground for hackers, offering up hundreds of millions of public-facing servers to comb through for basic vulnerabilities to exploit. Now, one hacker tool is about to take that practice to its logical extreme conclusion, scanning every website in the world to find and then publicly release their exploitable flaws, all at the same time, and all in the name of making the web more secure. After a years-long hiatus, a tool called Punk Spider is being upgraded and re-released, essentially a search engine that constantly crawls the entire web. Punk Spider automatically identifies hackable vulnerabilities in websites and then allows anyone to search those results to find sites susceptible to everything from defacement to data leaks. Punk Spider's creators say it'll catalog hundreds of thousands of those unpatched vulnerabilities at launch, making all of them publicly accessible. The creators acknowledge that in doing so, their tool could potentially expose those sites to real-world attacks, but they hope that visibility will force the web's administrators to acknowledge that their websites contain simple, glaring, and in some cases dangerous flaws, and hopefully fix them. And you want to be productive, but even with a glut of tools claiming to make us all into taskmasters, we almost never master our tasks. Apps, lists, and calendars can make us put our priorities in order, sure, but only we can figure out what those goals are. And setting limits on what we hope to do is philosophically painful. Every to-do list is a midlife crisis of unfulfilled promise. Winnowing away things you'll never do in a weekly review is crucial, yet we dread it for what it says about the boundaries of existence. Our fragile psyches find it easier to build up a list of shame, freak out, and flee. This is what makes to-do software unique. The majority of tools we use in our jobs are about communicating with someone else. All that messaging, all those Google Docs, all that email, it's about talking to other people, documenting things for them, trying to persuade them. But a to-do list is ultimately nothing more or less than an attempt to persuade yourself. Want more news you can use? Sign up for the Tech Into newsletter at wired.com slash tt. So if you ask anyone in the Wired newsroom, what's on your mind? Here's what some of us are thinking about. Big tech. The coronavirus pandemic. Climate change. Disinformation and election security. What policing should look like in the future. This is Get Wired. 
And I'm your host, Lauren Good. Every story about technology is really a story about people. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Get Wired. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.